Welcome to the Red Letters Podcast. In this podcast, we explore topics that can be life-transforming while delivering a message of hope. Hello, welcome to this week's podcast, Red Letters. Today we will be talking on cell phones, end of communication. I like this topic because as we all know, everybody has a cell phone from ages one to a hundred. <laughs> we all have that little cell phone on our hand. Have you guys noticed that that communication, that um, human relation is gone? Because we all look forward to our cell phone and this is how we're going to, we're going to send a text. We don't pick up the phone and call. And even when we go out to eat, we don't have that conversation, that one-on-one like it used to be. Now we want to talk to people through our cell phones. And that's where I'm going with this. Mm. Um, well, one thing for sure, I know that the use of cell phone, even though it seems like it changes the whole dynamic of how we communicate, mm-hmm. there's even a language to texting by how you text by using all capitals. You could be like raising your voice. And if somebody were to ask you a question, I'll probably just start off, I guess, by the texting side of it. Is that I know like if somebody were to ask you, um, hey, would you want to go do this and, you know, go out and go spend the day? And we're going to go to the beach. And then after that, we're going to go grab some food. You want to come with me? And somebody mm-hmm. just puts K. <laughs> yeah. You, you per, they don't sound like they really want to they be a part of it. They don't sound very excited, yeah. You know, but if they say, oh, yeah, you know, where do you want to go? And they would jump in and converse with you mm-hmm. just on the texting side. I think, you know, you there's a lot you can... You, um, you could kind of identify where the uh, the person on the opposite side of the texting is coming from based on how they speak through right. text. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of I think that a, a lot of people don't see that that's really a language. Mm-hmm. But I I know for a fact it is because I've been on both sides of it and seen everything. I think in between where you could text somebody and they might not text you back for a couple of days, right. and it could have been an important question. And then all of a sudden, oh, sorry, I didn't see your text. Or, you know, they saw it because it says that they received it, it. (laughs) you know, but then they say that they didn't receive it. But I think that that, that's um, something to keep in mind when we're, you know, texting people and the whole language of that, that we need to present ourselves properly on how we're, I guess, our view or where we're at with the conversation. Mm -hmm. I personally don't like texting. Why? And I don't, I don't like the fact that even to think about it as a, a form of language, even though, you know, a lot of people agree with you, I personally think what's, you know, what's the point when you can just honestly just call that person? I feel like it takes away the relationship part of it. The, you know what? I want to hear your voice. I want to just talk to you, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's more personal Mm -hmm. and I never liked texting. And then especially you know, you want to talk about cell phones, mm-hmm. the spell check, you know? Yeah. <laughs> How many it. times you send a text and you then you go back and reread your text and you realize, oh my God, that does not sound right at yeah. all. Mm-hmm. And then you're having to apologize to that person. Yeah. I personally don't like texting. That actually mm-hmm. happened last night. Um, <laughs> I was getting together with some guys and um, somebody sent a text and they said something in Spanish and I didn't understand what it meant. Mm-hmm. So I, I hit the translate button and it said a bad word. Oh. And I was like, oh, dang. And it's somebody that I, you know, re- respect. So I called him up right away. I said, hey, is everything cool? Mm-hmm. And he was like, yeah, why? He goes, no, everything's good. And I, and I said, okay, because you sent the text and it says something in Spanish and I didn't know what it meant. And it says a bad word. And I told him what it was. And he yeah. goes, oh, my God, no, 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 no. It doesn't mean that. That's kind of a slang. I'm using it in a slang way or something. Oh. 
And he goes, no, 100%, it don't mean it. And then I showed him my phone when I met up with <laughs> yeah. him. And I said, hey, just to be honest with you, because it was a group of, you know, a bunch mm-hmm. of guys from church, I wanted to just cover you mm-hmm. in case maybe that was sent to the wrong person yeah. or whatever. But I, I, it would just caught me off guard, yeah. you know? <laughs> yes. And yeah, and that's a, that raises another question, Tony, um, sending it to the wrong person. Yeah. Now, I'm, t- I'm supposed to be having this conversation with my child where we're goofing off versus my employer. And I send them something goofy or whatever. So that's another thing that happens with phones. But where I want to talk about is in families, like in marriages. Mm. If um, if we see what's happening right now in our world, because it's happening everywhere, you see it on social media, you see it on TV, you see it everywhere. You see husband and wife sitting down and there's no longer that conversation between a husband and wife. She's sitting on one side of the couch, he's sitting on the other. If you don't have a device in your hand, you have the TV going and there's th- that that's lost. And I don't know if I'm just speaking for myself, but I see it far too often um, in the career that I'm at or the line of work that I do is we we counsel a lot of couples or we talk to a lot of individuals. And it's always the same thing where he oh, he's always on his phone or she's always on her phone. And then if we go a little deeper, um, the children, the children all have a handheld device. Everybody has a... I forget what they're called, the tablets. There we go. Everyone yeah. has a tablet. And it's like, what happened to... For us being the parent, what happened to what happened to us getting down and actually speaking to our child and not having a cartoon or whatever it is they're watching? Because I don't know if you've seen a three year old go at it and they can find YouTube and then look what they need on YouTube. And it's like, what happened to that conversation that we as parents were supposed to be having with our children? Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's being lost. And I don't just want to. I'm not here just talking about it because I'm pointing fingers. I'm saying we as society, we as uh, Christians, we need to do something more to get our families back. Mm-hmm. We need to do something more to ha- to start establishing and building on those relationships. If we really want this thing called life to work, they're going to need us. We need them and they need us. But if we're so tied up, going to, we, for example, I'll invite you to dinner, Ida, and I'm sitting there, but all I'm doing is like, I wanted to go out to eat with Ida because I, I have some information to share with her and she has some to share with me, but she's sitting there and I'm on my phone. Because whatever is going on is more important than the individual I took out to dinner or we went out to dinner for, you know, to just talk. But now I'm so, con- you know, just so concentrated on whoever's calling me or texting me that instead of being there and embracing the visit or the lunch or the dinner, whatever we're having, I'm too busy trying to get to my phone because somebody else is calling me. And come on, none of us are that important. None of us are that important where someone is going to be calling us and we need to answer our phones right away. And I don't know if that makes sense, but that's that's really my... That's really what I want to get out there. Let's let's put the phone away and let's. <laughs> Somebody's phone's ringing. Somebody, and I thought that was off. Like, let's put the phone away and actually embrace the conversation. Be be present. Mm. Well, not only that, I was thinking um, <laughs> when my kids were younger, mm-hmm. right? And I believe when you, you you probably feel the same way. Mm-hmm. But when our kids were younger, we interacted with them. <coughs> a lot. A yes. Lot. Mm-hmm. We didn't have the device to just give them, them and distract them, yep. you know, mm-hmm. from, you know, us doing, you know, doing me or whatever. I think exactly. it, it's a distraction. It takes away from a parent being a parent. Exactly. Because and, a parent's supposed to train up their child, yep. teach their child, right? Mm-hmm. But now we depend on the electronic, the phone, to teach our children to mm-hmm. to interact with our kids and we don't even know what they're interacting with exactly yeah Yeah. we don't know what they're watching we're Mm -hmm. not sitting there with them every minute when a 
commercial pops up, even mm. if it's a ch- children's app. Right. You know, I just found out recently an app that I had on my phone for my grandson. I had to delete it, mm-hmm. but that app found out that they slip in cartoon porn. Yep. In the mm-hmm. in in that in that particular app. And so I deleted it and even my grandson, because that app, he was addicted to that mm-hmm. app. Like literally, grandma, he even noticed when I deleted, grandma, where's yeah. I can't find that, I can't find that um my game. I can't find it. And I'm oh. like, oh yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to make up something. Eventually yeah. I told him I deleted it. And he goes, yeah. Why did you delete it? And I explained to him why. Mm-hmm. And he didn't give me a hard time or anything like that. He just went ahead and played with his other game. Right. But it takes away from personal contact, personal interaction with our children. You know, we wonder why our kids isolate themselves in the right. room, lock themselves up. It's because we don't really interact with them enough. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, yeah. so that's my thought. That's, yes. And I, I had a class where we we were talking to parents and they were the parents were talking about the schools, like, oh, the schools want to take over our children. They want to take over what they teach the children. And went on and on and on. And this individual had a child that was, I believe, seven or eight years old. And then he gets really angry and starts saying, wait, you guys are, are addressing the wrong thing here. Address what's really happening. Our children have access to everything by their cell phones. Your seven or eight-year-old has a cell phone and the school didn't give it to them. Mm-hmm. You gave him that cell yeah, phone. Yeah. So now you're angry with society because there's a phone available and you had to go out and buy that phone so your seven or eight-year-old child could have it. And you're mad with somebody because of the content, uh, con- uh, the, the information that's coming out of that phone and you don't want your child to have it. Why give him a phone? Like, mm-hmm. I know that I'm so one-sided with this because I just, I didn't, we didn't grow up like that either. We didn't give our kids a cell phone and it's like, mm-hmm. or a tablet and said, here, have somebody else take care of you. It was us interacting with them. And where's that connection? And not even just for children, it's for adults too. It's like, where is that connection? Yeah. I remember when our kids were small, um, they, uh, I believe they all wanted cell phones, but we, we bought this one. We used to call it the Shrek phone. Mm. <laughs> My uh-huh. kids remember it. It was from <laughs> Verizon. It was like a kid program phone that they had. Yeah. And it looked like a little, almost like an animation, the way that it was like molded. Uh-huh. And you could only hit uh, like an emergency 911 button mm-hmm. and you could only program three phone numbers. That's all it ever did. Oh, wow. <laughs> Four phone and numbers. it has two antennas <clears throat> and it looks like a Shrek. Yeah, it looks like a little, really? yeah. Aww. So we used to call it the Shrek phone and then like... Um, <laughs> And it kept them from getting into other stuff that were on regular phones. And I remember sometimes we would discipline them when when the phones, when they started getting into the phones too much, we'd, okay, you're going to get the Shrek phone. Yeah. You know, they're, no, 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 <laughs> you know. But I almost wonder sometimes, like going back to like the husband and wife uh, mm-hmm. relationship where you, you had mentioned they could be at the dinner table texting each other and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Um, I wonder if there's just, like such a big disconnect that they're afraid to just connect with the emotion anymore. Yeah. Because most of the time when you're texting, it's not so much emotion. Not anymore. Yeah. yeah. It's mm-hmm. it's more just like, okay, how were you? How was today? Good. Mm-hmm. How was your day? Good. Good. It's just real short like basic and short conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think that maybe there's just um, almost a lack of zeal in the relationship or love yeah. that, that, you don't want to see that anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because right. I look back at one of my uncles that I talk about a lot on the podcast, him and his wife, been together since junior high. The, it took them forever to get a smartphone. 
They loved the flip phone, whatever mm-hmm. it was, with just the basic phone numbers. They didn't want nothing else. Right. I don't. I think she's on Facebook, but she. I don't think I've ever seen her post anything. <laughs> and he's not on any kind of social media. But they they like love each other at the highest level. Oh, that's awesome. You know, and yeah. and they're they're so vocal about their love for each other. They're best friends, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And they just never got sucked into all the social media, smartphone right. stuff. You know, like uh, sometimes I'll be talking to him and I'll say, hey, I just sent you a picture. We had some work done in the backyard. Just want to show uh, show you something. He goes, okay, well, I have to hang up because I don't know how to do that while I'm talking to you. Oh. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm just like, what? <laughs> yeah. And he, I remember even him with even the electronics, it took him forever to get like a a iPad. Yeah. You know, he would carry CDs for I don't know how long when they weren't even a thing anymore. Uh, but it's just uh, technology wasn't really his thing. Right. And I don't know if, you know, he saw what possibly could happen to the relationship if mm-hmm. they got wrapped up into it. I don't know. But they maintain a really good relationship and and you never see them on the phone with each other, awesome. especially when they're on the vacation and stuff like that. Right. If he he always has his phone in case she's like on the other side of the mall or if mm-hmm. they're at a casino to just contact each other. But right. you never see them on their phones when they're engaged with family, friends. Other, yeah. Anytime we're with them, going out to dinner and stuff, they're never on their phones. Mm-hmm. And then you wonder why they're so in the moment. They're yeah. present, like you had they're mentioned present. earlier. Yeah. And I think sometimes we don't want to be present because we don't like the reality we're sitting in. Oh, that's a good one. We so, should write that one down. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I, I think we need to kind of evaluate that because maybe life has got so sucked out of you yeah. that that's kind of your last life. That's your umbilical cord to let people know you're alive mm-hmm. because you don't want to engage no more. Exactly. You know, maybe you've got hurt so many times that, you know, I'm done with that. Mm-hmm. I just want to be numb and I want to use my phone and that's that. And that's I have a relative that I haven't seen for I want to say at least 15 years because he got so into computers that I just, I haven't seen him. He stays in front of that computer day and night. He learned how to make a living off of it and everything. I love him. I haven't seen him for years because of technology. And I think that's a kind of a, well, it is a sad place to be because you never get to enjoy those that, you know, you were enjoying before because you got sucked into this, um, false reality Mm -hmm. this uh uh counterfeit life um because you you can't engage anymore and then to try to step back into society there's a huge fear fear factor yeah because they don't uh, know how to communicate like actually talk yeah Yeah. so Mm -hmm. i don't know i just think that if this is something that 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 has gripped you in your life anybody that's listening Mm -hmm. think twice and try to find a way out of that you know join you know you know, a church join join a, a a community where you can learn to engage again. Right. Because if you find yourself getting so sucked up into the, this uh, sci-fi, not even sci-fi, but social media network that that's everything to you, and by your likes you're getting love, mm-hmm. that's a sad place to be. Yes, exactly. You know, we can't live that way. You know, mm-hmm. it's it's not a life that w- will sustain you and fulfill you. No, it's just an artificial love. Mm-hmm. And you said something also, Tony, and and Ida touched on this addiction. Yeah. So we there are studies shown, and you guys can look this up, where children there's certain things that they do to the phone, and they they play certain things on the phone, where the child actually gets addicted. So they 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 want it, they want it more, and it's like. 
you got to be kidding me. Like, this is what they're doing. And they're messing with our children's mind, but we're the one putting the device in their hand. Yeah. And just the other day, I was at In-N-Out and the person in front of me had their phone up and they were scrolling through TikTok. Like they have, I'm like, are you driving around watching this? Like, you can't even put your phone down anymore. So is it serious? Yes, it's serious. And like you said, for the listener who's out there, we're doing this now just to bring awareness i would yeah, say yeah. bring awareness and be engaged with your child you want to know what they're doing well take that device out of their hand and put yours down and actually engage and and don't be afraid of it i know that um society has led us to believe that it's normal that we communicate through this form and get like you said get all the emotion out of it now we don't have to feel anything we just say what we we, we have to say um and and saying that also Cell phones, I believe, are a good thing. Yeah, yeah. But just like anything else, when we're we're not abusing it, mm-hmm. when you're using it for the right thing, I love it because I need it. Uh, I don't know how to get anywhere, so I need it for GPS. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's the greatest invention for GPS. But aside from that, and obviously, you know, trying to look up stuff, you you have it at your fingertips. But for when it comes to establishing relationships and letting those relationships um, be ongoing, I think it's time to put the cell phone away and actually communicate with the individual. Yeah, that would be a good uh, test to see how quote unquote addicted you are to your cell phone. Yeah. To either you're going to go have dinner with the family. What if you left it in the car? Yeah. Or you put it in your pocket and just committed that you're not going to take it out till you're done having a meal together mm-hmm. you know a family dinner whatever the case i know i heard one family a long time ago when they did family dinner they had a basket everyone had to put their phone in there yeah in order for them to have their family dinner mm-hmm. and i was just like that's that's a, that's a crazy thought but it, uh, how well is that you know for the family aspect and mm-hmm. how to intertwine your lives without feeling like you have to pee glancing over and you can't stay in that conversation mm-hmm. you that's know so true yeah and, and I want to mention this because it is we are uh, going into summer and it's going to get really hot. And I know that a lot of individuals cannot be without their phone. They will actually, I've, I've had this done at the office. Um, people like, I got to leave, I got to leave, tell them I'm, um, I went to Starbucks. But they go back home because they forgot their phone. So for all those individuals who have babies <laughs> and you, we tend to forget, we, you hear this on the news every year, it's the same thing. Somebody forgot their child in the backseat buckled up. Okay, you know what? Start putting your cell phone with your child, and I guarantee you when you get off that car, you're not going to forget your child yeah, because people phone. will forget a child but won't forget their cell phone. Wow. And, and I'm sorry to put this out there, but it's the truth. I hate seeing that on the news. Again, another baby left in the car. Put your phone on their body, and I guarantee you, you will not leave that child anywhere mm-hmm. because you're going to make sure that your cell phone is on your hand. Yeah. So I'm just not not throwing stones to anybody. I don't personally know anybody <laughs> who's done it, but we hear it on the news every I'm year. I'm guilty, but yeah. not. But I'm not quick to run for my phone because if I can get rid of my phone, I would. But I have left. I have left my youngest in the car. Yeah. Twice. Twice. Okay. But wow. the first time, for I actually <laughs> left him in there in the middle of the night and what? didn't realize yeah. it until what seven in the morning yeah, no he- because he was knocking on yes i will t- actually i wish my Santee, the one that was in here a minute oh, ago is he does he know yeah yeah, yeah he, he, knows, he don't come around was, too much no, I'm, just kidding. I'm just kidding <laughs> you know we have five kids yes yeah. and we had the we have the yukon mm-hmm. so we came home late at night probably from church more than likely and i assumed the siblings Remember their brother, it was but their no, responsibility. you know, Does. yeah, exactly. Yeah. Left yeah. their responsibility on their siblings, <laughs> thinking that oh, he came in, and and honestly, 
I, it was I, the alarm I, that went off in the morning. Yeah, what yeah. happened, because we have this, his remote, his particular alarm that we have on the car has a remote. Uh-huh. So it tells you if somebody's breaking into the car, it tells you if the door <laughs> opens, it shows you what's going on. Yeah. And so around six in the morning, yeah, maybe, six, about six or seven in the morning, it was a really cold night. <gasps> and wow. I hear totally. the, the alarm go off, like <laughs> yeah. the or the alarm's beeping, beep, 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 beep. And I look at it and I'm like, the door's open. And I'm like... Tony, Tony, somebody's trying to break into the car. And I'm looking, he goes, what, what? And I said, yeah, can you believe that? They're open. And then all of a sudden, I hear them knocking on the door. And I'm like, they got nerve, those thieves. And now they're knocking on the door. Oh, my gosh. And we're we're running. We ran downstairs, and we're like, quietly. You know, I'm like, and I hit the door, and I'm like, who's there? What do you, you know? And then all of a sudden, nobody Trying to scare away your son. All of a sudden, nothing happened. So then I ended up opening the door. Yeah. And there's my little one just shaking like, yeah. How old was he? He was, I want to say. Like two? Probably six. Like two. Five or six. But I honestly, yeah, you guys are going to hate me. But yes, it happened to me. I didn't do it intentionally. Trust me, I don't do it on purpose either. No, you know, course, I, I yeah. thank God nothing happened to him, and yeah. it wasn't a hot night or mm-hmm. a hot day. Yeah. It was cold, you know, and it was in the Yukon, and you know how they say kids suffocate and can yeah. die, whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thank God that no, you know. But in the second time, I went to the oh. store and I was in a rush. <laughs> and what happened? It was because of Yukon again, and I had him in the backpack. Oh my! In goodness. the middle, same child. You know, yeah. same child. Oh. Out and of then sight, out of I mind. run out of the car, and then I'm halfway <laughs> away. From, I'm like partially away from the car, not too far. Mm-hmm. And I realized. I'm forgetting something. Oh, oh my God, Santee. And I go back and, and I get him. there was a bunch him. of cops surrounded the oh, car. Oh, stop <laughs> it. But no, I'm, I'm guilty of it. And, it, and yeah. it's not because, but I have an issue too about putting phones near. Cause I have, I ended up buying this sticker right here. Uh huh. It's supposed to help with radiation or something like that. Yeah. But, <laughs> you know, I know it's really bad for kids. Like even <clears throat> the, if you look up, I think it's on the settings of your iPhone. Mm-hmm. You can actually, it tells you the warnings about when you put it to your ear, you're supposed to actually right. keep your phone three feet from you. Exactly. So imagine yeah. these kids holding it to their face like this all day, mm-hmm. all day, yeah, for hours, all day for yeah. hours, how it's affecting them. And then you wonder why sometimes some of them are going to end up with health issues, exactly. maybe even cancer, God forbid. Right. Okay. But the phone's going to have a part to play sometimes and, and people are going to doc. I think, I think people are going to. Take your eyes off of this as the culprit and yeah. really on other things. But, and I know oh, there's yeah, every, there's, yeah. mm-hmm. we're around toxins all the time, but this is one of them. Yeah. And it's you so know? close to your face. It's and if so I could get rid yeah. of it, I would. But mm-hmm. the sad thing about it, Candy growing crush. up, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> we didn't have cell phones, we had landlines. And mm-hmm. if you had to contact your mom or dad, we used the pay phone, yep. 10 cents at the time. And then and, when the beepers came out, the and pagers. then the pagers, <laughs> but, I didn't worry and mm. I didn't stress. I didn't wonder, hey, where's my so-and-so and this? And then I never thought I would grow up living in fear as a as a Christian mom because I used to grow up thinking, oh, when I have my kids, we're going to do this, we're going to mm-hmm. do that, we're going to do that. And no, I was the opposite. I just oh, wow. went into fear mode and thinking, oh, no, I, I don't want to expose them to that. I don't want to take them to the beach. They could drown or they yeah. could this or they could that. And now that I have a phone, it's like now I'm constantly checking up. Did he get home? Is he there? Mm -hmm. You know, are are they okay? Mm -hmm. And I find myself worrying, Mm -hmm. and it's not worth it. No, and I don't like it. Before I didn't have to worry, but now it's like to me, it's it's just honestly, if I could 
I could do away with it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. you get I so love, I love used that you to mentioned having that, yeah. it with it. And mm-hmm. I don't know. I yeah. just... But it's so it's so bold, Ida, to mention that because in in this case, thank God, nothing happened. And then the child was okay. Mm-hmm. And Ida went to go check the door. I thought it was going to be Tony that was going to go check the door. <laughs> it's like, no. somebody's breaking in. And Ida and Tony said, go check. No, I'm kidding, Tony. I'll tell you another story poking, later he on. He was poking fun at you, Ida, so I got yeah, your yeah. back. <laughs> no, but I'm glad that you mentioned that because... It happens. We're moms and we are so busy. Um, and, and it does happen. However, if you're that type of person that can't put your phone down, put it up with your child so that way when you get off your car, take your child with you. And I know, you know, we our cell phones are fairly new to us, our generation, but for the newer generation, and you guys are all having babies, so... Keep your cell phone next to your baby. That that way you don't mm-hmm. leave the baby in the car. Yeah. Just got to put that out there. I don't want to hear anything mm-hmm. this year. Yeah. Well, one other thing I think that's worth bringing up regarding cell phones is I, I've, I know, I've seen, I have family. I've, I don't really know if we cell phones were that uh, what inclusive in our family at the time, but I know a lot of times parents will hand the phone over to their child because they Mm -hmm. don't want to deal with them. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of times they'll do that to pacify them so that they can get a peace of mind. Mm -hmm. And I think that that, that's something that parents in general and or babysitters um, really need to keep that in mind is that that you can't turn around and think that that's going to do well long term. Or replace you. Yeah, exactly. Replace that human connection. It's yeah. not. It's not replacing anything. Yeah. Kids yeah. need that human connection. They definitely do. Yeah. They no seriously. They mm-hmm. need that human connection. They need that touch. They yeah. need the hugs. They need the love. That talk. They need that all eye of to that. Eye. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they need to know that you care. You know. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're constantly giving them the phone and going about your business and you're not spending that time with them, quality time with yeah. them, and mm-hmm. trust me, an hour a day isn't gonna cut it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. they need more than that. Right. You know? We have it all backwards. Exactly. We want to give them an hour a day of our time and give them several hours on the phone mm-hmm. or any type of device. Yeah. So why don't we turn that around? Like give them an hour on the phone. Doctors. I mean, I think it's so sad that doctors have to recommend this. Doctors have to tell them only an hour of TV time or screen time. But we as the individual are going there and we're all we're doing is damaging our kids. Like what you said earlier, the we don't even know the what's going to happen long term <laughs> medically. And, you know, I've seen a lot of kids where they're constantly blinking, the younger kids, and they're constantly blinking. They're like, oh, yeah, the doctor said it's too much screen time. Like, Oh, okay, but you're we're still okay with this. Like, and that, these are not my kids. Like, I only have one granddaughter that's seven years old, and when we have her over, I try to take away her device, but we do see it so much. Like, I see it so much in in the line of work that I'm in. You see it all the time where a parent or you guys going into the grocery store. I don't know if y'all have seen. They just pass the phone over to their child as they're yeah. walking, and there's a child walking, holding onto their cell phone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know how many. <laughs> no, funny- no, no. You're right. I feel like it's you don't want to tolerate your kid. Yeah. You don't want to tolerate them, mm-hmm. you know, and if they're being disrespectful or misbehaving, don't give them the phone. Yeah. Just to calm them down or not make a scene. That's exactly. when you need to sit down with them and have a conversation with them. Right. And not just give them the phone. And, and the reason that they're having that tantrum at the store because they don't have the phone is the flow over of what's happening in the home. Mm-hmm. If in the home you give them the, the phone to, to shut them up or get rid of them or whatever, what makes you think that when you're at the grocery store and you don't hand it to them when they ask for it, that they're not going to react the same, you mm-hmm. know, well, she does fit. it at home. They don't mm-hmm. get it. Like the kids can't 
tell that, okay, I'm not supposed to do that here. I'm in public. No, they're doing exactly what was happening at home because we are validating that behavior in the home. So they're going to do it outside the home as well. Mm -hmm. So it's us, the adult that has to check them, check themselves. <laughs> well, not only that, I think just in, in general, you, you know, we wonder why, you know, uh, kids that grow up with cell phones in their hands mm -hmm. don't know who they are yeah. it's because they oh, they're they're not letting one. the parents speak life into them and tell them mm -hmm. who they are right they're getting all of their identity from what they see on that screen from which every, is very little yeah. yeah so they're growing up in wonder of who am i was i'm what am i supposed to be doing yeah. they have no direction for their life mm -hmm. because they cut off the whole element of an authority speaking life into them and, and, and giving them their identity and telling mm -hmm. them who they are. Exactly. You know, all of that's just went out the window. And I don't know how many funny videos there are too on top of it mm -hmm. of people so consumed in their phone there. They walk into a little water fountain, yeah. they tripped into it mm -hmm. because they're so consumed, with you know, what's with, with what's they're entertained with. Watch me walk around and get trip on my own feet because I'm on my <laughs> phone and I'm here doing this podcast. <laughs> No, but <laughs> did you want to say? Yeah, actually. Okay, so I actually have a question. So because you guys are older and you guys are what the baby boomers, is that your generation? No, 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 no. No, no. that's above us. That's, oh, that's like my mom. Yeah. Oh, I'm so parents. sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's okay. I was um, gonna clarify that. <laughs> but no, I had a question because <laughs> when you guys were kids, do you guys see the difference socially how people interact versus now? Because mm -hmm. I get, I mean, I don't know about you, Gio, but like I constantly get people's reaction when I see I was homeschooled because mm -hmm. they have no they don't believe me they're baffled because they're like you guys are so social mm -hmm. but I know a part of it possibly could be because of our lack of like phone time and screen time because we were like in an older generation but do you see the difference like even watching kids how people react now versus like how kids are you know what I'm talking yeah. about like well, the differences one of the things that I saw actually this morning is we, you know, all of us went to the fundraiser at Applebee's uh, for the community uh, outreach from FRC. Um, but one of the things that I had noticed is I had, you know, my kids there, most of mm -hmm. them, and they were entertained spinning uh, uh, wet, you know, wedding bands mm -hmm. on the table and seeing what things they You're can do. You're not making do. us look good, yeah. Dad. You're no, no, I'm, 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 I have a point. Is, yeah. I have a point is that you guys weren't, you were, didn't, weren't raised with cell phones in your hands, so mm -hmm. you still know how to make something mm -hmm. happen out Create. of nothing. Yeah. You, you put a kid now that's five years old. Forget th it. Th they're like, no, give me the phone back. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. they don't know how to entertain themselves outside of electronics. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm trying to but say. But I believe yeah. it's not too late because I think if a parent realizes it's not too late to correct what could be, you know, what is a mistake. Mm -hmm. But I think that if you spend time with the child, like, for example, what they were doing today on the on the table with the rings, mm -hmm. if my grandson was there, he would have had a blast. He yeah. would have been, let me try, let yeah. me try, yeah. you know? And he wouldn't have been thinking about the phone. Right. And I think when there's interaction like that amongst, because he loves playing with his uncles, his aunts, and it's when he's around that interaction, he loves it. Mm -hmm. He loves the physical attention. He loves somebody interacting with him and right. playing with him. And then he doesn't think about the phone. The only time he thinks about the phone is when he's bored, nothing he's is going bored on. Yeah. and nothing's going on. Mm -hmm. But you can redirect a child's mind yep. to mm -hmm. doing physical activities mm -hmm. if you 
are willing to spend that time with them. Right. And I think it's well worth it if you can, Mm -hmm. because it gives you an opportunity to have conversations with them. It gives you an opportunity to just show them that, you know what, I care enough to sit down with you. Mm -hmm. And lately, like I've been, I'm a little guilty of it with my grandson Mm -hmm. because I've caught myself. No, just I'm being real right now recently Mm -hmm. where I've been, I'm I'm honestly going to admit that I was, I started finding myself handing him my phone Mm -hmm. because it was easier for me to go clean my, you know, do things that I wanted to do and not have to, but he would rather grandma sit down and play with me, you know? And I know there's a couple of aunts and uncles here that have heard him. Will you play with me? Come on, Mm -hmm. play with me. So he could sit at the dining room table and play Legos, play with his toys for Mm -hmm. hours. If somebody's with him. If somebody sits down with him and plays with him, Mm -hmm. but then if he gets bored because nobody's, you know, try playing by yourself with, you know, it's not fun. So he'll ask for the phone. He'll goes, oh, grandma, can I play with the phone? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, yeah, go ahead, you know. (laughs) But it, it, it can, you can redirect a child's mind and retrain them, yeah, you know, to where they don't want the phone or take them outside, mm-hmm. you know, take them to the park, take them to the beach, take them somewhere, let them interact, even if like, I don't want to, because they're going to fight you on it. Right. But exactly. you know what? Once you take them outside, yeah. once you take them to do it, they're going to enjoy it and they're going to have fun. Show them something different. And don't yeah. let your child tell you what they think. Don't yeah, let them exactly. rule over you and tell you what they think is best. Yeah. Because if... You know, no, it doesn't yeah. work that way. You know, you have to train them exactly right? Mm-hmm. the right way. And I'm not saying like you have to rule over them, all these things, but you don't let them take control and tell you, oh, I'm going to do this. And no, yeah. tell, you how, fit or tell mm-hmm. you how to parent. Right. You're the parent. God get trusted you with that child. You it's parent our them. responsibility yeah. to parent them and direct them in the right path and the way they should go. Exactly. Okay. And I'm guilty too, um, Ida. I, when my granddaughter comes over, I'm not used to playing with kids. I'm not used to doing anything anymore. I've raised five. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> so when she does come over, it's always, I want to play. I want to play. I want to play. So after a while, I'm like, go get your tablet. Like I, because I'm like, well, that's what, like, what do you do? Um, but I am guilty of it by it. I'm not the parent. I am mm-hmm. not the parent. I'm the grandma. And I was like, hey, let's go. We t- I take them to the park and I do some things. But then after that, it's like, okay, calm down. Let your parent take care of you. But we turn around, look at the parent. The parent's on their cell phone. So mm-hmm. what does the kid say? Give me the cell phone. It's like, okay, give me the kid. And you want to go play with, but it's like, no, it's not your, I'm sorry. We've done our job. It's not a responsibility unless you're raising that grandchild. It's a little different. I think to sum up the the whole topic of cell phones and the end of communication is I know many times we use our cell phones because it, it's connected to our work. And yeah, there's a certain extent where you need the phone. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, you don't need your phone. You might think you need your phone, but it's more of a want and I think that we need to look at it that way, even when it comes to the kids having the phones. They don't need the phone. No. They want the phone. So I think we need to use the correct filter on, on the whole electronic device, whether it's a tablet, a phone, and make sure we use that to, we manage that as well with them. If it's like so much time a day, um, of course, monitor what they're they're getting into, whether it's a phone or a tablet, because, you know, they could start thinking and believing stuff that's totally contrary to what you believe in your home. Uh, but you won't know if you're not sticking your nose in there to make sure that what they're watching or listening to is safe. 
at the end of the day, we should uh, measure the amount of time we spend on electronics and make sure that at the end of the day, we're investing in our relationships, not in our cell phone time. We appreciate you joining us. Until next week, thank you.